Welcome to the Run Strong Podcast, episode 76. Rob Jones is in the gym eating an acai bowl from Smith Street Cafe. I am king product tester. King of the product tests. There is a brand new cafe opened at Inner Fight Gym called Smith Street Cafe. This morning, I waited for an absolute full gas V60 coffee. Mate, I'm still just flying along through this day. I mean, I'm not a fast eater, but we've just done a podcast and now we're doing another one. I ate my lunch within about five minutes, just full gas, and that's down to it being a fast coffee, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I had, I can't remember what I got this morning. Was it a V60? No, I got a Chemex. It was. Ah, I went V60. I went Chemex. To me, they both look the same, but one glass jar is slightly bigger than the other glass jar. But Moses started talking to me about filter sizes, grinds, and this guy knows a lot about coffee, but it was- Yeah. I mean, I, I like my coffee. Some of the claims they come out with, with what they expect these beans to have done. Some have done a PhD in Edinburgh. Before they come to us. Some beans have gone traveling in South America. It's astonishing what these beans can get up to and how much you believe. But whatever the weather, it is a great cup of coffee. It was a very good cup of coffee, that is, for damn sure. Mine looked actually like, in the glass that it was served in, it looked like a whiskey. It looked like it was yeah, about yeah. drinking whiskey. Yeah, it was class. Uh, mate, I feel like we've got a lot to cover in the intro today, but uh, I've completely gone mind blanked. <laughs> completely. I had something to ask you. You didn't race on the weekend, did you? No, but we had people racing. That's right. We did have people racing. We're currently, well, our guest is waiting to come on, Ivana. She's going to talk about the race that, well, she won one mountain bike race on Friday and then she went and got third at her trail race the next day which is uh, it's pretty not, not a bad showing, considering she'll, she's got a bit of a story as well. But she, uh, she managed to fall flat on her face too and still get up and, and run into third place. So that's not bad. She seems Ramadan's to, coming up. Seems to fall a lot, actually. Yeah, the, she does fall over a lot. By the time that these, you know, these longer races come along. <laughs> Ramadan's coming. That's something that, that I remembered we need to talk about. We do have, as always, like same as last year, we have a Ramadan nutrition PDF which I put together possibly two years ago now. Maybe it was last year. Either way, if you want it, please email me, twinnerfight.com, and I will send it to you for absolutely free or maybe at the price of you reviewing and saying nice things about the podcast. That, that, maybe that's the fee. That's the transaction fee. Very clever. I like what you've done there. We also putting on track Tuesday evening session for our folks who are fasting. That will be on at... 6.29, no, 7.29, 7.29 on Tuesdays, um, Tuesday evenings, obviously. And also we have strength, strength for endurance class on at also 7.29 on Wednesday evenings. So if you are fasting, uh, you are taking part in the month of Ramadan, that is no problem, no excuses not to keep on training. We've got you covered with track sessions and strength classes someone's surely going to request a walk a Wednesday on, a, on an evening as well, but I'm afraid that ain't, ain't going to happen. But if you are on board with us, then you'll get your session and you can do it as and when you please. I was going to say, because it's on Zwift, they can do the session, the same session as and when, but you just don't, what you don't want to make the mistake of doing is looking on Instagram in the morning to see how much people have suffered through the session, knowing that you've got to do it in the evening. It, yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. Last week, a few people had it a day later than it was the anniversary session last week. And it was 52 minutes for 52 weeks to celebrate one year of over unders. It was brutal. People, people message me and I could, I could smell the tears through WhatsApp. Brilliant. I, some of the messages I receive from it are, they are hilarious. They're not shareable, but they're hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, it's a good session. It's a, it's a very nice session. Yeah. It's a good part. Of the- I think the month of Ramadan as well is a time where a lot of people use to, to reset and get things in order because obviously they have such a structure put to their day. So what better time to go back and listen to show 73 and 75 on running your life and see what habits you can introduce what little hacks you can take care of to help yourself get through the month of Ramadan, come out the other side, probably not stronger, but certainly by maintaining the fitness that you've built up, or if you are at a lower level of fitness, then maybe you are going to get stronger. It uh, it highly depends on the athlete. We talked about this in our meeting this morning, didn't we? That if you are a fasting athlete, now is not the time to maybe set big performance goals for this month. It's about um maintaining as you said unless of course your level of fitness is so low and you're just beginning you're, you're going to gain but it's about maintaining enjoying time with family and friends and just trying to stop everything from unraveling really isn't it exactly yeah that's it excellent right let's jump into this week's show we have our coach adventure coach ocr coach running coach all-around legend ivana she's coming on to talk about well, mainly herself, but also what she does from a coaching perspective and how much of a, well, complete badass racer she is, to be honest. And we're going to hear some good stories about this. So please welcome to the show, Ivana. Ivana, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Good job. We don't have a video version of the show out anymore, but if they did, they would see a pretty cool scar on your face. And uh, we can't see see the state of your legs at the moment, but they're not in the best shape either, are they? Not at all. You're you're running our new program, Start to Fall. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I'm not going to be leading you though, right? No. Tell us, you've, you've been with us a few months now um, coaching. You've been on the Inner Fight show. You've talked all about adventure racing on there. We're going to get to that. But first of all, we're obviously a run show and you had a quite the weekend of racing. You mountain biked on Friday and won yep. that and then ran a trail race on Saturday. How was that? Yeah, well, that was all part of my training for adventure race. Um, obviously having back-to-back events and racing on tired legs. So that was the whole point. Um, on the other hand, there is a little bit of a problem because in an adventure race, you shouldn't be pushing to your max. Whereas when you race, it's very hard to dial back and just take it easy as a training. So that's an issue, right? So you go full on. Uh, that wasn't supposed to be the case, but you know, when you're in the race, adrenaline kicks in and you go all out. But it's part of the training, right? <laughs> it is. I think I've only ever seen you going full gas, to be honest. Well, yeah, true. I I always have I always have a feeling that I have a lot more to give because whenever I finish the race, I really want to have this feeling, oh my God, I just want to faint when I cross the finish line, but I still didn't reach there. <laughs> oh, okay, we're working on that. Working on fainting over we're a finish line. Exactly, hopefully. <laughs> soon soon so 
trail running is it something you've done for a long time Were you did you grow up running on trails did you grow up off road um, when did you get into it not really to be honest like um i think i've just started trail running when i got to dubai it's not a, the best terrain to start trail running um but i think it was the first time i did trail run here um i've always been in love with nature and i was always into mountains not really i'm not really a person that goes um on vacation and sits on the beach and just do nothing. I always love exploring. And I think that's how I fell in love with trail running. Um, I enjoyed running, but then when I discovered trail running, I definitely discovered a whole new world. That It's so much fun. It's not boring. I don't need to listen to music to keep myself distracted. I just have to go out there and enjoy the nature. So that's how um, I kind of fell in love with the trail running. Amazing. And then Obviously, you mentioned adventure racing there at the start. Give us a brief, describe adventure racing in less than 140 characters. <laughs> adventure racing, it's the outrageous fun that you cannot get in any other sports. So it, you're going to get hooked to adventure racing. You just need to try. And it's adrenaline, um, exhaustion, um, loads of fun with your teammates, loads of challenging and loads of barrier that you have to overcome. But it's so satisfying that it just pushes you to keep going and doing more and more. Is that 140? No idea. <laughs> um, so what does it involve? Like describe how, how is an adventure race structured? What do you need to do, not do? How, what is it? <laughs> The thing is, there is not a lot of structure in adventure racing. It's um, a lot of um, you will discover when you start the race. So you don't know what to expect. This is a, a big part of adventure race. You can never be ready because you don't know what to expect. Mm. And uh, that's kind of that kind of brings more interest into adventure racing for my side because I want to challenge myself. It's easy to say, okay, I'm gonna have 800 meters swim and three, 30 kilometers run and I don't know, 50 kilometers bike. That's easy, right? Because you prepare yourself for that. But when you don't know what is expected from you to do, it kind, kind of brings that challenge to the next level because I wanna discover what I'm made of. So that, that's personally for me, I wanna be challenged. So basically when you start the race, you get a set of maps and you're on your own with your team. And what you read on that map, that, that's it. So it can be, um, you'll start running. And then at certain point, after a couple of checkpoints, you might transition to another sports, but you don't know that. You only know when you get to the checkpoint. You can maybe guess if you see a river that you might be kayaking, but you might be pedalboarding it doing the paddleboard, or you might just need to carry a paddleboard to the next checkpoint, even though there is a river. So that's, that's very interesting. And maybe you prepare yourself mentally. Yes, I'm gonna get off the bike. I'm gonna go now into the water and it's gonna be relaxing. But when you reach there, oh, you have to hike. Mm. <laughs> so um, for me, that's a lot of fun. I don't know, maybe some people would say, no, I just want a structured workout, structured race, but for me, that's, a bit boring to be honest some people i think that sounds like an absolute nightmare <laughs> yeah yeah for sure 
Is it only certain sports they can give you or is it like you get to here and you have to play a game of volleyball? Well, the thing is, they have certain disciplines that are supposed to be in adventure racing. And the basic is kayak, uh, mountain biking, hiking, or trail running. Those are the basics. And the longer the race is, they give you more disciplines. Sometimes they can give you a hint what to expect. Um, for example, they can put a lot of challenges that include water sports, like to, to build your own raft and just build your, build your own pedal. So it's kind of like a teamwork. So you have to build your raft and you have to pedal on that raft or, or they'll give you sailing. So you're not sure how you're going to do that. Like you have to find a solution. And that's why it's very important to have a really good team so you can work together to find a solution. But basically it's pedaling. So whatever, whatever type of pedaling you can find, you have to kind of be familiar how to do that. Um, and also climbing, traversing um, on, the, on the ropes, like a via ferrata. You have to have a basic skill and then whatever challenges you have to take on. How do you train for such events if you don't know what's coming? Well, as I said, you already have like basic um, sports like mountain biking. This is your main thing, mountain biking, hiking, trail running, and kayaking. So your training is divided into those three sections. And then you have skill work, for example, rope, ropes course. So you don't train specifically for that because you don't need strength, but you need to have skill how to do that because it's safety first of all you're very tired in the race so you need to know how to clip yourself in um, how to descend so th these are all the skills that you also need to practice so if you don't practice that then you're going to forget i already forgot some of the skills and i have to be reminded um, and have to occasionally do that to remind myself how to how to properly descend with safety and um, basically what I do, I just try to get myself into unknown and try to spend as much time as I can outdoors and try to do things that will go wrong. Kind of mentally preparing myself. I want to go out there and I want my tire to burst or I want my backpack to, <laughs> I want my, my water bladder not to work or something like that. So I just want all kind of situation to happen to me so i'll be prepared for that i'm not coming running with you <laughs> actually you see the, you see the fall what that happened and i'm not gonna give up in adventure race of course i'm not gonna give up so i had to deal with the situation when i fell i ripped my hydration pack so what i'm gonna do i'm not gonna cry over that so i had to fix that hydration pack quickly and my knees were bleeding at every single checkpoint in in that trail run the marshal would stop me to clear my wounds. I said, I don't want that. I just need, to, I'm racing. So these kind of situations just make you stronger. So there is, there is no um, stopping. You just have to continue. Every time we've been out riding together on the trails, something's gone wrong. Now I think about it. And I think you're probably sabotaging it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to know that I'm very clumsy. And, I, and most of the times... <laughs> fall off my bike <laughs> we finished our last mountain bike together i was pushing you <laughs> over the yes, last right. bit because your uh, your hub broke yeah. 
but in all honesty, I wanted to carry that bike, but you were so kind to, to push me till, <laughs> till the end. And I'd see before in the trails and I said, we're going to go left and you turned right. <laughs> Was that the case, right? <laughs> well, maybe I'm doing it on purpose. I'm not sure. <laughs> Brilliant. Do you, well, when, when did you first do your adventure race? Yeah, I, my first adventure race was in 2019 only. And um, I was at the point, in the point of my life that I needed a change because I was doing obstacle course racing and that was a lot of fun. Uh, basically trail, trail running with obstacles. Basically OCR actually is part of adventure racing. Some people say that OCR is actually adventure race. Uh, but I kind of got a little bit bored of that and I wanted to change the sports. I just wanted to try something new. And here we go, adventure race came in. And I think that's what I wanted to do all my life. <laughs> Were you beating Jess Toll in uh, OCR races? Not really, she was uh -huh. very strong. Yeah, maybe so maybe she's the reason. Maybe that's the reason exactly. Yeah, so she's why strong. That's the sport. <laughs> yeah, but so well, you, you were looking. Let me tell you, she was beating me in short distances. In long distances, she couldn't stand a chance. Ah, <laughs> there we go. That's what I wanted to get—a little bit of. Yeah. Uh, yes. Good. Of good. Course. <laughs> well, that's how I also discovered that I'm better with. The um, longer I go, I get better somehow so shorter distance i'm not really good even for ocr races when i have 5k race i have to do at least 20 minutes running prior to 5k race because you have the di different distances in ocr and uh, if i don't do that i'm going to be the slowest person there so i've realized okay maybe i should try doing a little bit longer events and that's how i figured out longer the better hence why adventure racing when you first went on your first adventure race back in 2019, you said, you know, you felt a bit bored with OCR, you needed something different. How did you feel when you got back from that trip? Completely demotivated. I was actually depressed because imagine training for something so big and then that race is over and there is nothing else to train for. There is, but it's not as close, as excited as that race, your A race. And I felt completely depressed. And then, but still I found a way how to deal with this depression. I've started creating my own challenges. I would ride and I would run and I would create my own adventure race. For example, I would do events that are 10 hours long and I would just combine running and, and uh, uh, mountain biking, kayaking. And then I met you guys and you did 50-50. I was like, oh my God, this is what I was waiting. <laughs> 50 50 50 so just finding some challenges to uh, keep myself in the loop with the training nice and do you think it's made you better at life 100 percent. yeah going well, through this... the challenges within an adventure race yeah absolutely so i mean showing no weakness and not giving up that's all you need in your life not only in your sports like in every aspect of your life isn't it right I agree. I agree. I think people see like adventure race and they think, ah, oh, it's, you know, sometimes they're five up to seven days long, you know, they take a, a hell of a lot of training, but I think those sort of things are what you're going to find change your life the most to train towards. And, and like you said, you, you know, you've got loads of other options of other races that you could do with your fitness, 
but that one race was like your absolute a race a goal and still from it you you learned so much you did a workshop with us a few weeks ago and like how you had to learn the map reading and the yeah. um the different skills like sailing you know we learned what we would take on a, on a shipwreck was it what was number one <laughs> run exactly <laughs> i mean there's so much that goes into it you're, you're almost forming a whole new um section of skills of, of what you need to learn probably some lost skills that we don't need as much anymore in this modern day absolutely but basically survival skills survival skills yeah yeah so you do you approach things a little bit differently now in your other races are you purposefully looking for like the harder route or well i definitely i think i i got a little bit stronger mentally after the adventure race um it kind of pushes that barrier of suffering a little bit further so you are able to suffer a little bit more because in adventure racing how I how actually I've managed to survive adventure race um, is that I would put every single event that I have in adventure race into 12 hour block. So I would go, I have no clue how long it's going to take me to come to the point from point A to point B. And I would always set my myself a goal, okay, this is a 12 hour suffering. Probably not going to be 12 hours, but if I set my mind to this, it's going to be 12 hours. I'll be able, I would be able to handle this suffering easier. So now when I go into any other race that is not adventure race, I prepare myself for 12 hours. Okay, this is going to take a long time and you just have to be ready to suffer and accept that you're going to be suffering. And once you accept that you're going to be suffering, things kind of get easier. So you, you, take, it, you take it completely in a different way. Hmm. Rob, I feel like you would be you would do well in an adventure race team. I uh, I I was just thinking about that. I was, I was thinking how much of it is, or how much of the success is the training versus who you have in your team and what skill set they have, and more. I suppose I'm thinking more of the mental element of it. How much of it is mental versus physical when a race is that long? Well, it, I think it's both because you will definitely be tired. Like your legs are gonna be hurting, your feet are gonna be falling apart. Um, but obviously you're gonna be start, you'll start cracking mentally because you don't know how long it's gonna take you. And this really breaks you because you wanna stop, but you don't know how long you have to go. For example, in a race that is 30 kilometers, you want to stop many times, right? It's, you're suffering. But you know that you need to finish and you know that you have 20 more kilometers. You're going to push through. But if you don't know how long this is going to take, it's really going to be hard for you. How are you going to find a way to convince your brain to continue? You can't, right? <laughs> or you can. Yeah. So you just have to accept this is going to hurt. That's fine. But on the other hand, you have to tell to your team what is bothering you because maybe your teammates can help you because we are all going through different type of barriers, either physical that my, I have painful cough or my, my feet hurt or whatever it's happening or mental barrier that I want to stop it. I'm done. I'm so tired. I'm hungry. So whatever happens 
inside your mind, you just have to share that with your teammates. Because if you don't share, then that will affect the whole team. If I'm hungry now or sleepy now, and I don't tell that to my team, they will keep pushing. And I'll just fall behind, I'll get grumpy, I'll get um, out of my zone. And I might tell them, okay, I'm done. I don't wanna do it anymore. So you kind of constantly have to talk to your team members. Um, in my new adventure race team, we, we came with an amazing strategy. So we always check on each other on a scale from nine to 10, how you feel. So whoever feels, for example, if someone feels five, they will lead the team. They will set the pace. If someone leads 10, says 10, they will, we will, we will put them behind. There's always, the there's always someone who is the slowest or weakest at some point. So the aim is to keep up with the pace of the slowest person. Because if I'm feeling 10 and my teammate is feeling fine, I can't be leading the team because the person that is feeling fine is just going to be completely out of, of the race. Something we were always taught in, in rugby is you're only as good as your weakest link or only as strong as your weakest link. So it's all about making sure everyone feels that they're sort of in a safe, a safe space to say that they're not great, but they can be helped to get, to get stronger then. It's also knowing each other very well, um, completely taking away the ego from the race. So uh, maybe you have the strongest athletes in, in your team, but if you're not working as a team, you'll never be strong. So you just have to admit, I'm not strong at the moment and I need to tell my team that I'm not strong. I'm not feeling well. Either my stomach is bothering me or my legs or I just need a break. Mm. So just having no ego and communicating. That's very interesting. And I'm sure it's even more interesting to coach it as well. When you're looking at someone, obviously the race, you need to look at the race, you need to look where it is, you need to look at the map. So do you think, is, is there a lot of lakes? We're obviously going to do more paddling stuff if there is. Is it quite mountainous? In which case you need to train a lot of, a lot of hill strength work. That that all probably makes sense to, to most people. But from, from with your coach's hat on now, Ivana, how are you going to train those skills of teamwork, team building? Because normally these things is like two mates know each other and they need two other people to join into their team. And you have to bond quite quickly because you, you normally got, what, two, three months to train for these things? Yeah. So, uh, well, living in Dubai, it's hard to get everyone to train all the times together. And I am um, coaching one of the athletes from on my team um, so he has his separate training because he might need to work more on mountain biking skills right but it's very important at least once a week for the whole team to train together so you can train separately people on their own because they all have their own weaknesses right maybe someone is very good at pedaling but really bad at running so you train those skills separately but at least once a week the team has together, gather together and do things together. So that's not going to be hard training. It's just simulating um, the race. It will be long, but it's just endurance-based. So it's not pushing hard, but training together, bonding together, spending time together. Um, things will go wrong, so they need to find a solution how they're going to continue. You know, how are you going to act when you're grumpy? You need to know when you're hungry. So... It's really hard 
actually. It's harder than you, than you can imagine. I bet it is, yeah. Uh, well, it's one of the people, you know, that's their whole job is going into businesses and getting people to work better as a team. And you have to do that as a, as a fitness coach as well. Yeah, absolutely. And when you mention the terrain and the lakes and um, as a team, what usually, for example, I'll take my team as an example. So our next race should be Croatia, which is in one month time. And we know which area the race is going to be happening. And we'll just, each of us has a homework. So I'm going to be exploring um, this island. You explore that one. And we have, okay, you explore the high peak. What are the rivers, lakes, um, any adventure sports happening in the region? Um, do they have uh, kayaks for rental? So you kind of do a homework, prepare yourself. Maybe you don't have actual maps, but you can approximately guess what type of skills you need and whether you have a really mountainous terrain for mountain bike uh, or you have really, uh, you have rivers that are really dangerous. You probably need to practice rafting or something like that. So you, you kind of do your homework on the, from the ge geographical point of view. So you can also anticipate what type of training you need to have for your athletes. At, from my perspective as an athlete, as well as a coach. Interesting. What's the scene like here for adventure racing? We obviously know it's a big trail scene. There's more and more mountain yeah. bike races popping up, but you never really hear of adventure racing. Although you, you mentioned merely that we actually did mm -hmm. one. We did the same race over uh, in exactly. December time, but I wouldn't class that as, as an adventure race, to be honest. What, what is happening here? You know, is it, I know you've got an idea to put on some of your own races, but um, yeah, how's the scene looking here in UAE? Well, the race with it was classified as an adventure race because remember what I told you, there is a three disciplines that are uh, considered main disciplines in adventure racing, which is pedaling, um, cycling and mountain biking and uh, running. And typically short races like one we did, they consist of only those three disciplines. However, there is a big factor that we don't have in adventure probably we won't have it here in our region is navigation and orienteering because we don't have access to maps. Um, so we can't be classified as a standard adventure race, but we can make adventure race even, even though. Um, we have some adventure race coming up. I, uh, actually, you can check them premiere online uh, on 28th of May. And this is the first adventure race um, and hopefully the organizers are planning to have a series of adventure races in 2022. And it will be this different disciplines they mentioned already in the script, um, swimming, mountain biking, kayaking, uh, trail running, ropes course. And they even mentioned they are preparing for longer races, which are 600 kilometers, which sounds amazing. But the thing is, since it's so new to our region, or actually it hasn't happened for, I think, how many years? Last one was in 2010. So for 10 years, we didn't have any adventure race in here. So you have to slowly introduce this to people, right? You cannot not say, okay, guys, you're gonna do 600 kilometers tomorrow. <laughs> so no one will sign up for the adventure race. I so I think they will well. slowly, yeah. This guy, so. this <laughs> I'm on Giga. Look at him, he's itching to go. Where do I sign up for 600K? 
Yeah, yeah. But I think it's going to happen. It just takes time. So the first race happening now, I think it's around 60K in total of um, swimming, kayaking, mountain biking, trail running. And they all have different options. Either you want to do it individually or in teams of four. I've, I've, I've literally just opened up Premier Online right now, premier.com, and it is the poster when you go onto their website, um, the <laughs> X Hatter Adventure Race. There it is. Yeah. Sounds great. It looks great, right? <laughs> it looks very enticing. <laughs> well, um, I've read the script, and it, I'll share with you guys. It looks um, really promising. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea is great so hopefully COVID will not stop us next year the idea is to have the series of adventure races and uh, to have an overall winner mm. after all these races happening next year so yeah, there is a it looks like they've got uh, they're going to have 10 races over the 2020 yeah. 2022 season open to individuals and then teams of four um you will need to use a map and compass, navigate across mountains, through water, over various types of terrain using mountain bike, trail running, mountaineering, swimming, and paddling to find various checkpoints. They should add in Dubai Mall as an extra challenge. <laughs> I definitely never can find my car on the parking. Yeah. <laughs> Serious. So let's imagine an adventure racer as a top trump card, they have their sort of skill as um, cycling, running, paddleboarding, all the things that you've said. What what does a good top trump card of an adventure racer look like? Where should they be strongest? Where are they where are they okay to be weaker in? Well, some of the disciplines you have to do with a teammate. For example, kayak. It's always teams of two because it's a it's a um, double seater. So you need to practice that skill with your teammates, right? Um, On the other hand, I would say mountain biking is um, the sports that you would be, the discipline that you would doing more often because in a 600 race, for example, approximately half of the race should be mountain biking. Mm. And the rest of the race is other disciplines. Although my last race was mostly paddling. <laughs> so most of the race was paddling. You can find that out. Um, obviously, organizers will tell you. For example, my race in Croatia, it says 60% of 550 kilometers, it's going to be mountain biking. So your focus should be mountain biking, getting onto the bike, practicing skills. Also, you have to find out if it's going to be technical, if it's going to be healy. So you have to put some training into it um and as i said some of the disciplines you can practice on your own and the rest of probably you have just have to do with your team interesting so it's still a very much an endurance based sport training schedule absolutely i was gonna how much how much of uh of of these races is if you like, is a level playing field. So for example, you know, somebody that's completely new to the sport that might have an incredible endurance base. Let's say someone like me, for example. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not whoa, whoa, whoa. You just put Good yourself example. in the word incredible to get that. 
outside the head. But you know, I don't have a mountain bike. I don't own a canoe. Um, whereas you have a mountain bike and you have access to a canoe. So you have all your own equipment. So can somebody like me turn up to the event and be able to run these races? And is it all standardized equipment or do you bring your own? That's what I'm Definitely. To... We would be able to do it 100%. Uh, because my first adventure race, I didn't even do the mountain bike. So I just got the, the bike before the race. So you have to have your own bike. You cannot rent mm -hmm. the bike. You have to have your own. So I just got the bike before my first adventure race. And I just did one or two loops in rim run <laughs> off-road, right? And I was ready for the adventure race. I was lucky because I was strong on the hills. I was teaching spinning classes for ages. And I'm, I'm really good with the, the hills. But other teammates, they were struggling big time. But they managed. So you can you can do things. Some people will struggle more, some less, but it, it's doable. Mm -hmm. Everyone can do it. Uh, kayaks are typically uh, rented. Actually, organizers provide that. All you need to have is your bike, and they will send you a list of the gear that you have to have, either um, individual gear, gear, or you have to have some um, gear as a team. Uh, mm -hmm. You can see the mountain bike that you can also rent if you want to for the race. So it's not too complicated. Like, um, I mean, ideally you should have your own stuff. Like you don't go to Ironman with a um, rented bike, unless you're me, right? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's good to have it, but it's not impossible to do the race without having the equipment. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nice. Good. So Vanna, if someone's interested in taking on adventure racing, where do they start? How do they get in touch with you? Tell us everything we need to know to, to kick off an adventure. Well, they first have to go uh, to come to Inner Fight, come and meet me, and I take them for a test, <laughs> test hike to see <laughs> how strong they are. <laughs> Assess their weaknesses. This is our first meeting, right? Let's go to Shopka, bring your rented mountain bike. We go for a chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, jokes aside, um, the first set a meeting like any other, we would set with any other client and see what are their expectations from adventure race, how skillful they are, have they ever tried any mountain biking or trail running, have they been outdoors, maybe they just want to explore. Um, and according to that, we just uh, try and see where they are standing, maybe organize some training outdoors, just have fun. I'm anyways riding every weekend or i'm in the mountains every weekend so i would take all the potential clients and um, we just see maybe that maybe that's not for them maybe don't, they don't even know like yeah. someone wants to do things but they don't know what to expect yeah so the best thing is okay if you haven't tried yeah well let's go and let's try together and tell me what you think um and from there we just uh, set up the the main goals things that you are not really strong at what should be working on. And that's how we program the training. If you have to work more on the mountain bike, we set up more mountain bike training. If you're not really good running, we set up your running program or you just work around every, every athlete is, is different. So it's at the end of the day, it's a team sport, but it's individual training program for everyone. There we go. If you are maybe bored of your typical run races, maybe you've got bored of triathlon, OCR, here's the next mm -hmm. step, adventure racing. Ivana, you're at the gym a lot. You're there. You teach classes Sunday morning. You teach yep. on a Wednesday. 
um, afternoon and evening. You're there on Mondays for the meetings. So you're definitely around a lot. You're at Track Tuesdays. You get along to coffee runs. And like you say, on the yep. weekends, you, you probably, if you want to find you, head out somewhere to like Shoka or Hatta and, and you're going to find you out there. So no excuses not to come and meet you. Um, and if you are online or sorry, if you are a um, living outside of Dubai and want to be a remote client, then just get in touch with you on your email, which is ik at innerfight.com. Very, very yep. interesting stuff. I think I'm really excited to see how the adventure racing scene out here does progress. And uh, yeah, I love the fact that it's not completely down to your fitness. You need to be a good team member. You need to know how to navigate. You need to know how to stay calm. You need to know how to fuel properly for, for not just, you know, another like Ironman know how to fuel for 11, 12 hours. You need to know how to fuel for three, four days. It's very, very cool. Very cool. Also, I think if I'm going to have a team, I'm going to have you in it. I'm going to have Rob Jones in it because he, his lunchbox. <laughs> epic i know that so he's definitely in it so and then yeah i think slot, so i'm not sure number four let's see you know mm. we need someone who's with great energy who's who's going to keep morale high all the time not someone who's just going to run off the front all the time be interesting um rob foster no 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 he would run off the front it wouldn't be fun with him keep our average which is good for a kayak you see because then we can go faster we could use him as an oar in the kayak. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Ivana, thanks so much for coming on and sharing that. We will, uh, well, we will see you. Rob and I will see you tomorrow morning very soon. And everyone else, catch Ivana all around the place, as I just said, or give her an email, ik at innerfight.com and try out adventure racing. This is it. This is the time, the year. Everyone's trying to escape. Everyone's trying to get out and do something different. Now is the time. If you're, yeah, if you're at a race, you'll probably see her at the front of the race or in the medical tent afterwards. Getting... <laughs> That's after the race, okay? Race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Ivana, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm looking at their, uh, I've got yeah. their equipment list. Fuck, their whole PDF is 76 pages. That's a lot, a lot, huh? Who would you have then as, let's think, fourth, fourth uh, team member? For practical who could do everything yeah i mean you know that the boss mark he would find a way of getting injured somehow or would cause some sort of disaster mm. while GoProing. It, it would last maybe a day or two <laughs> we want just a good old like motivating pack mule that that could never maybe it's an animal maybe we need to bring a, a dog bring it mm, i don't know the dogs at the moment are, they're not not the strongest of things. I'm thinking more of like a pack mule. A pack mule. You know, a good old donkey. Just like, you know, just a classic Sherpa. Just one of them. Sherpa. Yeah, just go pick, find one of those. They can do everything. Maybe a camel. Oh, generally though, Rob Foster would be a good call because he doesn't eat enough. And so like he would reduce the overall weight of everyone's luggage. True. He, he would just get his nutrition by like sucking on some moss off a rock. He'd be like, I need hydration. Ah, just suck moisture out the air. He's like, ah, oh. oh, there we go. I've, I've got, I've got enough, enough oxygen, like enough oxygen. Get, get the pull the water from that. There's no way he listens to this, but someone's gonna tell him all about it. I'm sure. I forgot we're still recording. <laughs> yeah, mate. Uh, that's it. We'll see you tomorrow. Track Tuesday. This comes out on a Wednesday, so. 
Thank you to everyone who came to track. Thank you in advance. If you're in Dubai, please pop down to Innerfight. Come and try out what we know is the best coffee in town at Smith Street Cafe. And you can also try the new best acai bowl in town and smoothies as well. All ready and available for you at Innerfight Smith Street Cafe. Perfect. What else, mate? What's coming up? Not a whole lot, right? A whole lot. It's uh, you're, you're excited, actually, because... There is a Welsh race that's happening, isn't there? Ultra X, yes, they announced, uh, they announced uh, their Welsh race, which we told them to do on the podcast, if you remember, and they've <laughs> taken our idea. <laughs> oh, man. I swear, yeah. he said, Jamie said, oh, we won't be doing shorter races. Whenever I pitched to him, maybe doing some shorter races. And then they went and did shorter races. <laughs> Makes no sense. But I'm very, very happy to hear that they're heading over to, to God's country to put on what will be undoubtedly their best race that they do. It won't rain either. <laughs> and to, I, the, if, you, if you want some motivation to go to Wales, go and look at their, uh, their video. Their video is stunning. It puts Wales in a very good light. What do you mean? There's no, there's no other light, mate. Although they do say that one of the terrains that you run on is beaches. Yeah. Beaches. Well, actually, Snowdonia is very close to the coast, if you look mm -hmm. on the map. So, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. And there's some, a lot of long, long, flat, sandy, yeah, just undulating beaches there. Which means um, we have to terrain to train for it. So get yourself signed up. True. Get yourself an inner fight endurance coach and uh, go to Wales for your summer holiday. <laughs> there you go. That's all we need to hear. Guys, if you want to get in touch with us at the show, please email endurance at innerfight.com. If you want to get on board with Start to Run or you want to train for something like Ultra X Wales, Rob Jones is your man and you can get hold of him, rj at innerfight.com. For anything else or questions directed to me, twinnerfight.com. And as we just spoke to Ivana, who is taking on board adventure races, but also running clients and mountain bike clients on OCR clients. You can get in touch with Ivana IK at innerfight.com and her level of knowledge goes way, way deeper than, uh, than adventure racing. She's been in the fitness industry for a long time and, and definitely knows what she's doing. So um, feel free also to just get in touch with her just to come in, have a coffee, meet her and, uh, and pepper her with questions on what she can help you with because I'm pretty sure she will have the answer Mate, we're back next week with our brand new junior endurance team coach, Matt yes. Dewhurst, who has been on the Innerfight show. He's also now just come on ours. He's going to tell us, mate, how to make your kid fast. I mean, faster than all the others. I've, I've thought about this. You, you keep employing new coaches just so that we can have podcast guests. I figured you out. I know what you're doing, I know what you're up to. Mate. I'm employing new coaches to make the best endurance team in the world. And it's oh, happening. We've got everything covered. We really are covering all bases and we, we really do have the best coaches. So yeah, anything, get in touch. If I want me to point you in the right direction, endurance at innerfight.com. If you want the nutrition for Ramadan PDF, please email me, twinnerfight.com. And I will give it to you at the cost of rating and reviewing our show on iTunes, whatever it is listening on, Spotify, it doesn't matter. Rate and review, and I will send you that over for absolutely free. That's it, mate. We'll be back next week, as I said, with Matt Dewhurst on Junior Endurance Kids Program. 
And until then, guys, keep running, have fun, be nice to each other. What else do we want to do? World peace. Stay safe. Stay safe. There you go. See you next week. <laughs>